The following podcast contains alcohol-enhanced conversations about alcohol, as well as a potential for discussions about other topics of dubious, disturbing, possibly offensive, but usually hilarious interest. The opinions stated herein are solely of the person stating them, and any endorsement of these opinions by any other party is not implied. Foul language is likely, but intolerant viewpoints are not. Listener intoxication is advised. Hello and welcome to the lucky number 13 episode of the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm Scott. And I'm Ed. And tonight we thought we'd delve into the realm of 10-year bourbons. And we've chosen two that have the same exact mash bill and yet are distilled by two different companies. One of them won the San Francisco World Whiskey Championship and the other is sort of an also-ran. And Ed is here to tell you which bourbons we chose. Yes, yeah, Scott, thanks. We have chosen from the Wild Turkey Distillery, Russell's Reserve, a 10-year expression named after Jimmy and Eddie Russell, particularly Jimmy Russell, who's been the master stiller there for 62 years. Uh, he's also in the Whiskey Hall of Fame, and damn if Scott and I don't want to be in the motherfucking <laughs> Whiskey Hall of Fame. I didn't even know there was one. I didn't know there was one, but yeah. I want to be in there now. So start campaigning now for the Whiskey <laughs> Tangent Podcast. Hopefully class 2034 or something <laughs> will be in there. I don't know what color jacket you give me, but just give me some free whiskey. Whiskey podcast division. So basically, they say that there's more than 90 years of experience in this based on Jimmy and his son, Eddie. That's their combined tenure of master distillers. They hand select barrels after at least 10 years of aging, resulting in a bourbon that delivers a balance of rich, spicy vanilla flavors and their experience guarantees yours. Their experience guarantees your experience? Yeah. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. It's like a puzzle. It's a 90 proof. And even though the mash bill is the same, the proof is not the same. The other oh. one that we chose was the one that's been making waves and kicking ass and taking names. Absolutely. The, uh, the Henry McKenna 10-year single barrel Kentucky straight bottled in bond bourbon whiskey from our old friends at Heaven Hill. Okay. And, Ed, I think we should also introduce, for the fourth podcast in a row, and fifth of the last six, we have a guest. Right. Joining us, the ever-popular, ever-effervescent mayor what? of Jackie's Crossing. Joining us once again, you last heard her in the previous short about the uh, Basil Hayden uh, Caribbean rum. Touched expression. Touched. Rum touched? Yeah, it was touched. Was, that's what it said maybe, on the bottle. Okay, maybe we should say hi to Siobhan. Hi, Siobhan. Siobhan. Hi, guys. <laughs> hey. So patient waiting for our <laughs> long, strong out intro. I know. She's like mouthing to me. Can I talk now? It's like, yeah, oh, no, just, wait, no, wait. No, I wanted wait. to add something. But oh, did you? Like, I'm oh, sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. Go ahead. Add it now, please. So you talk about these two items having the same... Mash bill. For those of us out there who oh. may not be familiar with mash bill, what exactly does that mean? Scott, please. Okay. So the mash bill is the uh, grains that make up what went into the fermentation of the bourbon. Um, legally, for bourbon, it must be 51% corn. 
Got at it. least. It could be anything else aside from that. Okay. So for these two bourbons, uh, the mash bill is 75% corn, 13% rye, which is usually used as a flavor grain. Got it. Sometimes wheat is also used. Okay. And 12% malted barley. And the malted barley is generally used as a fermentation enhancer. Okay. It helps break down the sugars, which is eventually processed into the alcohol. Right. It has the the enzymes and the yeast and has to deal with that's all that. That's the malted part. Does that help with the smoothness of the actual uh, drink or is it just more of a flavor issue? No, it's- well, well, With the malted barley, you mean? Yeah. Um, no, that actually kickstarts the fermentation process. It does have flavor, okay. though. Okay. It, it does right. have flavor, absolutely. Because, uh, Siobhan, all scotches, not all scotches, because you can't, there's not all of anything, but right. most scotches are yeah. all malted barley right and irish whiskeys are a mix of barley and malted barley okay so you can get tremendous flavor from just malted barley correct but most american whiskeys are four to five percent for this to be 12 it is a uniqueness and it's interesting Mm. that they both would adopt the exact same match uh, uh, that's what's so surprising to me shocking yeah 75 13 and 12 absolutely i mean those are really specific numbers for both of them right yeah that's very unique clearly right we have russell's in our glass right now uh siobhan does not so she is she is abstaining Abstaining from drinking anymore. She's here for, uh, for the overall estrogen essence that <laughs> the she, <obviance>. she provides. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Because it's pretty much a wood pile around here. <laughs> Do you want really to taste it at all, though? Do I will taste it. Here, here, yeah, here, just here. a sip. That is very strong. It's strong. What is it, 90? Uh, The Russell's is 90. 90. It is pretty alcohol forward. Do you ever find that it makes your lips pucker? Mm. I like how they both at the same time. That's very intriguing. (laughs) Not so much sour, but a reaction. That my my yeah, it could just be the alcohol itself is so strong that your mouth is like rebelling. (laughs) (laughs) It could be it's like wowzers. Well, uh, you're mostly a vodka drinker. Yes, I am. You're a vodka drinker. What's Uh, your favorite vodka? vodka? uh, Tito's. Tito. Handmade vodka. Yeah. Why Tito's? Triple distilled. Triple distilled. Yes. Like uh, most Irish whiskeys are triple Ah. distilled. Yeah. Are most? I know that my my boys at Tullamardew are. Yeah, most are. Yeah, wow. that is my favorite. Um, I do drink wine on occasion. Mm. Um, I'm not, but I, you know, I do enjoy rum yeah. as well. Yeah, as um, mentioned in the short. And if you did not hear it, <laughs> and maybe. if you didn't hear that episode, just go back and listen to it. Random belligerence redo. I've heard that somewhere. Yeah, before. somewhere before. I yeah. wanted to hit on something real quick. <laughs> It's going to actually give you knowledge. It comes up a lot. We talk about on the label, it says Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. A straight bourbon whiskey must conform to the standards prescribed in the definition of whiskey and bourbon. Those which have been stored in new charred white oak barrels prescribed for a period of two years or more shall be further designated as straight. And the other thing that we- But also Kentucky, and it has to be brewed, brewed, distilled in Kentucky to be Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Right. Well, yes. It can be bourbon styled everywhere else. Right. And and that's the Russells you're talking about. No, it's actually both. But the McKenna is also further bottled bottled and bond. And what that means is the whiskey must be bottled at exactly 100 proof, aged for a minimum of four years, be a product of one distillery, and distilled during a single season. Today, the spring season is defined as January through June, and the fall season is July through December. Also, the DSP numbers of both the production and bottling facility must be stated on each bottle. 
The result of these laws makes bonded the most restricted of all bourbon types. Very interesting. Mm, we just dropped some knowledge on your business. Yeah. <laughs> so we we did the Russell first because the Henry McKenna has been really, you know, like causing a Russell out there, no pun intended. In <laughs> wow. The whiskey world. Who was... the McKenna caused the Russell? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And drawing a lot of attention that's to great. itself. So, so we figured, you know, we let the challenger here, Russell, which definitely is getting a name for itself. It has a lot of fans. It just hasn't hit as fast and hard as the Henry McKenna. Yeah, I mean, it, it's won some rewards. Uh, the last one, it seems to, from the website, uh, was for in 2014. So it's sort of been a while for the Russell. Yeah. It just won the Siobhan High Alcohol Award. <laughs> it really <laughs> it, did. It did. So what do you guys think about it? Oh, let's face it. Yeah. What, are, the, um, what are the notes that you get when you smell when it? When I smell it, I get a little bit of pepper and a little cinnamon, maybe. Mm. I'm getting like some baking spices, but mm. it's not overly sweet. I get a lot of spice and pepper on my I get I get a little bit of cherry, uh, definitely vanilla, of course, uh, as all bourbons. Um, but it doesn't really have a traditional bourbon for having so much corn. It's not corn forward. Can you agree on that? Yeah, I mean, the ten years age, you might be also expected to have a lot of wood flavor. Yeah, oak. a lot of oak. But I'm not detecting a I'm lot. I'm getting of a lot that. of rye in this, mm. and, and yet it's a heavy corn. Yeah, a lot of spiciness. Yeah, yeah. I agree, and that might be the ten year uh, coming out in it. Uh, so our pal at the Whiskey Jug, uh, who we like to look up, interestingly, he gave both of these a 90 out of 100. Mm. So uh, That's a talking very about, high score. Yeah, talking about like the two we chose having the same mash bill and our favorite whiskey reviewer also giving it the exact same score. And they're both 10 years. And by the way, Siobhan is here because she's exactly 10 years younger than both of us. Right. And what that means is that we were That's her age point. when these were bottled. Yeah. <laughs> 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 These were put into the oak barrels. We were exactly as old as her. Do you remember what you were doing 10 years ago around this oh time? Oh my God. Oh, 10 yeah. years ago. Yeah, it would be um, August 2009. I was still married. I still had a house and money. It was amazing. I know exactly. Um, Ed, do you remember? So I came down the shore to visit you and your right? wife uh-huh. to tell you that Janine and I had separated. Yes. Yeah, and I stayed at the shore house and yes. uh, you guys were just very gracious. Uh, Sandy was yeah. so sweet because uh. the four of us actually hung out oh, a, yeah, sure. a, a little bit. Like we no. went out to dinner. and Right. Like, we did couple yeah, stuff. Yeah. Because no, of course. Yeah. A whole yeah. different lifetime again. Thanks, Yvonne, for bringing that up. It's oh, you're, very sad. you're very welcome. Very, yeah. I mean, I didn't I'm, mean- I'm going to cry now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I can't. I can't believe we went 12 episodes fine, fine. and somehow my ex-wife's name ended up on the podcast. Finally, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's finally appearing. That'll be I'm edited sorry. out. I'll, I'll edit that out. <laughs> well, you know, how about this? How about we go to, well, I guess it wouldn't really matter. If I, even if I said, let's go to a different month in that year. Well, no, it's too yeah, late now. It's too yeah. late. It's too late. Yeah. I mean, so that's August and December is when I separate. Right. Oh my right. gosh. Are yeah. you serious? Scott's like the harbinger of doom. <laughs> I was. I was. I'm like the grim reaper. <laughs> Your I- marriage will end. You have no idea. <laughs> oh shit! All right, it's time to go to the next one. Man. No, no, no. We're no? Gonna, we're going to talk about the news. So, we, we're oh, say, okay. I'm sorry. Sorry, we're going to say what the whiskey jug uh, said. All right, uh, then I'm drinking more Russells. In I didn't know which one to pour. I oh, know. absolutely. So on the nose, he said, uh, "Very sweet." Initially, you get smacked in the olfactory. Yeah, with yeah. slightly medicinal vanilla and toffee. I don't know medicinal is a proper term, but it definitely goes with what she said about it being kind of alcohol forward when you first drink it. But if you give it a second to breathe, other wonderful scents start to emerge. Hints of red licorice, maraschino cherries, almonds or marzipan start to unfold and build up a potpourri of bourbony goodness. Not once did I taste any Twizzlers in that. This is the nose. 
This is just how it smells. No. Oh, I ah. didn't smell any Twizzlers oh, either. You smell it? There you go. Yeah, smell it all day. You're not going to smell Twizzlers, but go ahead. Ed, you'll like this. On the palate, a menage a trois <laughs> of toffee, vanilla, and spice. So maybe yes. that was absolutely. So maybe I, that I was agree like with my all that. lip orgasm. Right. I, I a, <laughs> a lip orgasm. I I agree with all that, and I will say something about the Russells. It hits very strong. It's very flavor forward. It finishes a little bit weak. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, and that's not terrible. And I'm not beating it up, but it hits you right. all in the beginning. And then when you swallow, it's kind of like, ah, it's gone. It, right. Exactly, Ed. I, I agree 100%. So um, he continues, on the, at least on the palate. I'll get to the finish. Uh, up front, this is what a bourbon should taste like. And like I've already said, it's a classic of a bourbon flavor profile as you can get, but there's more to it than that. If you let it rest on your tongue for a second, then slowly move it around, some silky hints of corn and earthy rye start to appear, which is what you said. You said yeah. it had a spicy I totally rye with him. I don't believe it's a classic bourbon at all. I think it's a very unique bourbon in the sense that it presents a lot like a rye. So I'm disagreeing with him okay. on that point. A lot of what he's saying is, um, is hitting with me, but it is not a classic bourbon to me. It okay. is a rye it's no, right forward. I, I agree with you and, and, and agree to disagree with him, at least at, at the Absolutely. beginning of the palette. However, he does say earthy rye, mm-hmm. and then he says whispers of something I can only describe as pumpkin apple pie hybrid. Wow. I mean, I mean, I mean, this guy can taste amazing things. I mean, yeah, he, he, he really has a palate. He's got the Michelangelo palates. Yeah. So, so the, what are you going to do? So the finish, the spice sticks around for a while, but as it fades, there's a creep. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you fucking kidding me? Do you know French? Uh, Siobhan? No, I do not. I'm sorry. Uh, creme de Noyau? N-O-Y-A-U-X? I don't know what the fuck that means. I could go to Google Translate and have her say it. It's whatever. Oh, I'm going to do that. Café of Noyau. Okay. There you go. Yeah, that was helpful, Scott. Thanks for wasting 20 minutes. That was edited out. You don't know. Spend on that. (laughs) So much time. Dude, we were paused for like seven minutes. I was ready. I was ready to literally kill myself. Fucking stupid. And we literally missed out on some podcast gold right there. We did. Um, I'm sorry. You should have heard us fighting about him doing it off mic, which was the funniest four minutes we've had this hour. (laughs) All right. um, So the Russell. Any last thoughts on it? The Russells. I will say this. I watched a video on YouTube today when I was preparing. Matthew McConaughey, he's the celebrity spokesperson for Wild Turkey. Um, Scott and I, we went to the uh, Eagle Draft Party and we drank Wild Turkey bourbon and rye 101. I have no idea why we both chose. I chose the bourbon. He chose the rye, I think. Which, Mm -hmm. by the way, the Wild Turkey 101 bourbon is still their uh, most popular and highest selling product. And it is what the master stiller, Jimmy Russell, says basically built their franchise on. I mean, it's a very good, straightforward, everyday Bourbon. It's seven, eight years. It's so it's aged. It's yeah. So it's not their bottom. No, of the line no, no. wild turkey bourbon. It's one hundred and one. One hundred and one means the proof. Right. So I'm going to tell you right now. If you come across either one, the bourbon or the rye. Uh, Wild Turkey 101. You know, feel free to jump in. It's a nice product. And Matthew McConaughey, he's like, I'm not just going to appear in the commercials. He's actually going to like the distillery and right, doing and learning the product and, and the yeah. tasting. And, and well, the, you know, you got to give him credit for that. Like, no, I, I do. Not being I mean, a celebrity right, and going, exactly. oh, yeah, I'll just pay me and I'll right. speak. Like, uh, he wants to go and actually do stuff. For Jim Beam, which I, I look how he immerses terrible. himself in his Lincoln commercial. I know, he does. I like, mean, dude. Right. I mean, you know, yeah, what do you think of uh, Matthew McConaughey? You like him? And you guys got a joint? 
It'd be I, a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> I do like him. I I like the fact that like it's like you can go online and see all the celebrities doing imitations of him on talk oh, shows. Yeah. Like yeah. like there's something very likable about him. I feel like he would be great to hang out and party with. Like, I absolutely. agree. Absolutely, I agree. But would you hang out with the Matthew McConaughey now, or would you hang out with 1997 Matthew? McConaughey? I don't know. Wow. I feel like 1997 Matthew McConaughey had a mental issue. Like, he was, like, super weird. I think... Now he's sort of mellowed out, but he's still a cool dude. Because he's, like, Dad McConaughey. Right. You know, I think if you were hanging out with 1997 McConaughey, you would really understand who he was as a person. That's true. Um, and, but you have to prepare yourself for a ride. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. going to go on a ride. You might oh, find yes. yourself naked on a on balcony, a <laughs> on a beach, hitting playing bongos. bongos. Yes. <laughs> yeah, with him talking about, like... You ever see the clouds come up over our mountain? Time is a flat circle. <laughs> yes. All right, all right. All right, all right. All right. You all know right, what I right. like about high school girls? I get older, but they, they stay, stay the young. same age. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. That is, that is a great line. So I'm just going to run down just really quickly. Wild Turkey's expression. And I want you to, but one second. Listen, on you. Damn you! Justified belligerence. Okay, on no, YouTube, sorry. go and look at the seven-minute Matthew McConaughey video of him oh. walking around wild turkey. And what I, what I wanted to bring up was that the old Jimmy Russell pours Matthew McConaughey a glass of whiskey that was bottled before Prohibition. It's this little tiny bottle in his office oh, with like about like three, four fingers left in it. That's so cool. And he gives him a pretty healthy pour of who knows how old it was before it was actually I mean, bottled. I mean, it's got to be 90 years old. It's pretty much right. So, Jesus. And uh, it, it was just cool watching him drink. That's what a whiskey geek I am. I just sat there, wow, look at him drinking 80-year-old whiskey. So I'm sorry, Scott. I mean, you, you can't know. just stop there. What was his reaction? Oh, he, he was like, I feel like I just learned something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the expressions that the wild turkey has, uh, wild turkey bourbon, they're just base stuff. Wild turkey 101 bourbon, wild turkey rye, yep. wild turkey 101 rye, yep. wild turkey long branch, Wild Turkey Rare Breed, Wild Turkey Kentucky Spirit Single Barrel, Wild Turkey Revival Sherry Finished, Wild Turkey Masters Keep 17-Year, Wild Turkey Decades, Wild Turkey American Honey, Wild Turkey American Honey Sting, Russell's Reserve 10-Year Bourbon, 6-Year Rye, Single Barrel Bourbon, Single Barrel Rye, and a 2002 Barrel Proof 15-Year Bourbon. Like, so they've got a lot of stuff. It's a lot of variety. And as a side note, I will say that they are owned by Pinot Ricard, which along with Pinot Diageo Ricard. is the one and two of the whiskey distribution industry. So, yep, right. So I guess we'll uh, switch to the Henry McKenna. Henry McKenna tenure, bottled in bond, straight Kentucky bourbon whiskey. Did you pour me some? I you did, didn't yet. I, I still have to finish mine. Yeah. I've been looking up stuff. You're always working. A producer slash host job is never done. <laughs> He's a busy person, and he does an excellent job at it. Well, thank you, Siobhan. You're very welcome. You are a marvelous mayor of Jackie's right, Crossing. Okay, thank you. Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, oh, would you like to taste some, uh, Henry McKenna? Sure, I This would. is uh, the bourbon, somewhat controversially, that won the San Francisco World Spirits Competition this year. Right, and this is from the same family that gives us Elijah Craig, which I love and Scott likes. And actually, it won two awards. It won Best Single Barrel, and then it won Best Overall Whiskey. Like, And that's why it was so controversial. This bottle cost $30 before this was announced. Totally incredible result from their tasting. 
Yeah. It's now what MSREP'd at what? $32.99? I mean, I don't know, but every place online didn't have it in stock. I went to the three liquor stores around me just in like a two mile area because New Jersey has a ton of liquor stores. Yes. yes we're all we love our liquor we, in Jersey. We do. And only one place had it. And they had six bottles for seventy dollars. Wow! It was sixty nine ninety nine. Um, I mean, this is just four months ago. It was twenty seven dollars. The suggested price is thirty two ninety nine from the company today. All right? right, right. And you bought it down in Wildwood. Right. I found well in Rio Grande, New Jersey, at Joe Canal's Discount Liquors, thirty nine ninety nine, and it was the only bottle left. And I got the Russells there as well for forty one ninety nine. So I felt like I did pretty well. It is very strong. Like it, it's a hundred proof. You can tell that it's a hundred proof. It's not masking itself. I think itself. it's smooth though. I, I have to pour it over ice because I what I did was I tried it neat in a rocks glass and then I tried it neat in the neat glass. If you listen to if you li- didn't listen to our last <laughs> short about the glassware. I need therapy. I'm sorry. I just keep doing that. Something's wrong. Podcasts are to be listened to whenever you get around to listening to them. There's no pressure. But I'm just, I'm just gently informing. So it, it would not be good. Your, you, what is your definition of gently? It would be good I if you listen to the shorts. Other not so gently informing people. The shorts are informative no. and they help keep you like apprised well, of where we are with yeah. technology. That's one of the, that's one of the things about our podcast. It, it seems that people enjoy the full length episodes more than they enjoy the shorts. But the shorts are only like eight minutes. So eight to twelve minutes. Much more of a commitment to listen to the episodes, which is very flattering, and and I'm not complaining about it uh, really at all. Okay, a little bit. But they're also the same level of hilarity. I will say the shorts, for me personally, are include more hilarity. Yeah, and, they, and they're always well, why, thank you, kind Siobhan. of informative. You're very welcome, you're, Scott. Have I mentioned that you're a great mayor? Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> yep, that's right. Yep. Ed? Yes? Uh, what else can we say about a Henry McKenna? The liquor itself. Well, let's take a little olfactory test. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting butterscotch. Are you? As a difference to what I normally smell. And vanilla and caramel, but... Yeah, I'd agree with a bottle scotch. I'm, and I do not feel like, even though it's 100 proof, I don't find it overwhelming. And I feel like I'm way more proof sensitive than you are normally. Because uh, you have a little bit more of a muted palate when it comes to proof. Yeah, uh, I agree with you on the aroma. Um, I find it to be delicious. I oh, no, I it's enjoy very it. very sweet. It's, now, here's a perfect example. Yeah. Same match bill as Russell's Reserve. It's way sweeter, way more corn. Way more bourbon. To me, this is a traditional perfect bourbon expression when you sip it. Like, this is what a bourbon should taste like. So, let's talk about what the whiskey jug guy said about this particular one. On the eye, caramel. Then on the nose, a nice wood-driven nose peppered with notes of vanilla, caramel, rye spice, cinnamon, clove, butterscotch, and some light dark fruit. Add a splash of water, and the butterscotch gets more prominent. Right, which is what I did because I had it on the rocks. While the spice dying down a bit, Mm -hmm. and a hint of red licorice creeps in. He likes his red oh, liquor. He keeps going in the there. Red yeah. Twizzlers again. Here, Siobhan, try it now that it's kind of been watered down a yeah. bit. Yeah, definitely. Right? Definitely it, more palatable. It still has a very nice linger to it. I'm yeah, sorry, it, it's a delicious whiskey. The flavor stays way longer than the Russell. It, it doesn't perfect bite you example. If you could sip a Russell's and then sip this, you would see what I mean. Right. The Russell sort of dies out. And I think that that's what people were seeing that when they got the awards that it got. Yeah, so the palate, he says, like the nose, it's wood driven with notes of dark fruit, vanilla, rye spice, red licorice, butterscotch, and Cardamom. cardamom. What does cardamom taste like? A little water brings out the red licorice. Again, with the red licorice. I don't taste any fucking red licorice. Do I you guys no, taste no. no. I mean, he no. needs to shut 
his fucking mouth There's about no the red leg. No, hey, hey, hey. And this. No, why? Why why are you defending him? I don't know. I don't know him. What's is his name in that? <laughs> no. Listen, whoever you are, we enjoy your post. You do a lot of good work. Whiskey jug. It's enough with the Fucking red licorice, bro. Like, you're not allowed to have it on two consecutive posts that we're looking at. You know, I don't know. I Maybe he is, and we just chose, like, two. Fuck that. We well, just chose two bor- bur- I don't understand why you're Bourbons? defending it right now. Bourbons? I don't know why you're so angry. I'm angry because it's like, it's an, first of all, it's like saying I taste Sour Patch Kids <laughs> and Swedish Fish. Shut the fuck up. You think they were tasting that in fucking 1820 when they started making bourbon? Okay. Just keep it in a fucking okay. spectrum of what we all drink. All right. Let's no, let's no, let's don't stop. Don't try no, to depress no, me. No, oh don't suppress. Both of you get your hands control. off me. Random belligerence. Ed edition. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Let me, let me try it again. Hey, man, I don't really taste the red licorice. No, yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your apology. No, the apology is like this. I'm sorry you felt that way. <laughs> that's the, that's a, the that's non-apology. non-apology. Right. Yes. The classic non-apology. I'm sorry that you got upset. Sorry that you didn't taste red licorice. <laughs> okay, so on the finish. Long, spicy, and woody with some notes of raw grains. Hello. Red licorice. <laughs> Fuck you. If they red licorice to me one more time, we're going to go outside. You know right. what I'm saying? Enough with the red licorice. I could go for a Twizzler. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. No, have you had those like um, sweet tart ropes? They're like crack. Sweet tart ropes. No, I don't. The thing I really think of when I hear ropes is yeah. porn stars shooting ropes. Oh, oh. wow. Sorry, like a pearl necklace? Oh, Shooting ropes to yeah, a pearl necklace. Shoot. Did we advise her on this as an adult? Oh, pro- yeah. We pro- do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. All right. yeah, sure. yeah. There's a disclaimer at the beginning that oh, says yeah. uh, uh, foul language is likely. I wanted to kind of go back to cardamom. Yeah. And you had mentioned that you weren't really sure what that was. I thought it was more of a cinnamony thing, but it isn't. It's a complex flavor. It's citrusy, minty, oh. and spicy, which I could say. Citrusy. Yeah. That is kind of spot on a little bit. Yeah. And spicy. Spicy, I can see, but I'm not it sure. Minty. It's, it's highly fragrant i have to tell you hmm. that being that this is the first time scott that i've ever had henry mckenna okay we got to talk about this so what episode was it eight that, maybe was it eight that i said that you had got a bottle of henry mckenna tenure for my your 50th birthday 50th birthday yeah and you said that i must have had some and i told you no i you, never had it you said no and ed i owe you a sincere apology because <laughs> you are absolutely correct because <laughs> you were like no you must have had it i said no. i would know if i had that i never had And this is the best fucking part of this whole story, because not only did I say that you did have the Henry McKenna 10 year before, right? and I swore up and down that you did. And I told you I never did. And you told me that you didn't, because you didn't, didn't. but earlier today, you said that you'd never had the Russell 10 year before, and that is what I mistook Ah. for the McKenna 10 year. They had bought me the Russell's 10 year. So you had had the Russell's tenure before, but you hadn't had the mechanic. That's possible. Before. I thought I might have had the Russell even out in a bar once. I mean, we're talking about, when was it? September last year? Yeah, September. Uh, Sue and Steve got it for me for my right. birthday, and it was in my apartment for a while, so right. I'm sure you had a glass or two of it. It's possible. We didn't make but, a big but deal about the it. The thing but was, there was a lot of 
whiskeys around. Everybody bracket. bought me a bottle of whiskey because yeah, so they know me. I wonder why. <laughs> right, so th- I, I need to make that clear. Like on Scott's birthday, he Siobhan got didn't. eight bottles. You know what? I think by the time your birthday had rolled around, I knew you liked alcohol, but eight I was years? like, I mean, eight bottles rather. Yeah, I See how Ed just totally railroaded he did, he did. as I was talking. He did. Yeah, that's was so rare. I wasn't done talking. <laughs> He's saying you interrupted him, and then you're saying he interrupted you. You can't take more than a two-second pause. How's that? <laughs> That's right. She's going to jump in. You eat apples? How about them apples? apples? It's fair. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> what's the most interesting thing about that is like we picked these two whiskeys semi-purposefully, yes. but we discovered that they had the same Nashville. And I accused Ed of drinking the one when he had actually had the other, but he didn't think he had any either. That's true. I, it just, it's just weird how this shit works and out. I, st- I mean, if I, to bring her into the conversation, since she wants to be in the conversation, and it's only right that she's here. <gasps> oh, that sounds damn. like shade. No, no. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, I sh- she should be in the conversation more. She should Let's be in the conversation. Let's talk about when I met Siobhan. So Scott and I had had a night of drinking whiskey, not on the podcast, just drinking as friends do. We had put a hurting on about two-thirds of a bottle of whiskey and we had decided that we had had enough i I'd actually taken a lift over here um because i knew i was going to get buzzed up and i want to drive drunk so i was ready to take a lift home and there's a knock at the door and it's siobhan it's the first time i met her it's scott's neighbor right let me uh, give a yeah, little please. context so i moved into the um apartment building that i'm in right now a little more than a year ago and uh-huh. siobhan is my next door neighbor so we met at yes. uh, what, a gathering yes we did it there, was a gathering here it was like a happy hour sort of yeah. thing mm-hmm. lots of drinking Wine, and stuff lots yeah. of free alcohol yeah i i threw around the word cunt a lot and it was people wonderful. became my friends instantly yes so in spite of that anyone no no it was because of that because of that I, honestly it was like, like everyone's like oh my god oh this my guy god is, cunt's so refreshing this guy is saying cunt all the time is he english <laughs> i i just thought like wow this guy is fun and off the rails when he's drunk Right. We or have sober. to maintain a friendship. We're <laughs> sober, Ed says. <laughs> so anyway, Ed, continue. So we're like proud of ourselves because we didn't finish the complete bottle. Because if you don't think Scott and I normally kill a whole bottle of whiskey without a problem, we do. So we're like proud of ourselves. We're like, hey, we stopped it. Like, there's like at least a quarter left in the bottle. We're like, all right, we're done. We drank some water. <laughs> we restrained ourselves. Yeah, we had a couple of like potato chips maybe. And there's a knock at the door and there's potato Siobhan. <laughs> and she's like, hey. Me and my friend Karen, we have a bottle of tequila. We'll be downstairs in the common room. Why don't you come hang out? So we're like, yeah, sure. You know, we're hanging out people. Hanging out's what we like to do. Drinking whiskey number one. Hanging out number two. Wow. So we go down there. Sure enough, it's a nice bottle of tequila. Yeah, what was it? Do you remember? I do not remember. I know it was clear, and I know the bottle was white. That's mm. all so, I remember. And uh, I think Karen had, had it was Karen bought. Karen it. bought it. Yeah. Karen. So um, another and, neighbor. Yeah. And so we proceeded to kill that bottle with them. Um, yeah. I literally killed the bottle. The four of us. So this was starts at around eleven o'clock at night, ten thirty, eleven, and it's now two in the morning. We've killed the tequila, and just for the record, this is a special part. We went back up and got the rest of our whiskey and brought it down. Yeah, had another whiskey after we killed the tequila. That's the yeah. part that makes it special to me. Yeah, that's we did. just really, really extra we effort. Really did. Yeah. Now, fast forward, we're doing a podcast on Eagle Rare and Buffalo Trace. So we record the podcast. We drink about a half a bottle of Eagle Rare tenure, <laughs> which is basically can be mentioned with two that we're sampling tonight as being just as good. I almost wish we had some Eagle Rare here because it's another $32, $33 bottle. Tenure. Right. It's another 
inexpensive 10-year bourbon. There's not a lot of them. No. All right. And I don't want to shout or have a random belligerence moment. Okay. But if you want to listen to the episode where we talk about Eagle Rare, it's episode number four. Right. And after that episode, we went to Siobhan's birthday party when she turned- 40. Oh, Okay. Yeah, 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 that's the whole yeah. reason you're here. Well, wait, you're ten not, years. Yeah, yeah I, I know it's ten years, but it could be any ten years. Yeah, you guys. didn't have to tell but, her you know. age. No, but you no. hand out my social too. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> my my place of birth. No, just your credit card number. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right. Four on, two guys. one seven three one five nine six eight seven five expiration four 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 zero expiration seven twenty one. But our listeners are number in the back eight one four. Our listeners already know we're 50, so. Oh, okay. They're already right. going to know 40. Yeah, so, all right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's my no apologies biggie. It's no big deal anyway. Whatever, you know. Whoever's card I just gave out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's I why, know. That's why shows use 555 on it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> on telephone numbers. 555 So, you can't call it. Right. right. <laughs> so, we arrived at the party, and, you know, Siobhan, she's cool people. But she's like, one look at us. She's like, you could see her face like, wow. Like, you guys are coming to the party drunker than everybody at the party. <laughs> Like, I, you know, I had already kind of known, because I think when I was on my way down to the party, I think I could hear you guys. Oh, yeah. We oh, probably very loud. Yeah. It was an amazing night, by the way. The party was so stacked with food. It was delicious. It was a great party. I really enjoyed it. Everyone was really cool. But what was interesting was uh, another guy in the building came down afterwards and brought down a bottle of Eagle right. Rare. Yes. Right. So we had a bottle of Eagle Rare that was down to like one eighth of the bottle and he brings down a bottle that is like seven eighths. Right. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah bro. We'll keep drinking it, bro. <laughs> so we don't really know how much Eagle Rare we actually consumed that night. It's a well lot. over a bottle. It was well over a half a bottle each. It, it became problematic. <laughs> I could clearly see that you guys had had your fun before arriving, but that's okay because for me, you guys are cool drunks. When was that? Was, was that February, March? Well, my birthday is on Valentine's Day. Here we go again. Right. Um, and Did you say that already? Sorry. No, no, I didn't. Oh. No, but I mean like, here we go. Like, yeah, right. Just yeah. give her all the information. Right. Yeah. Right. Siobhan, Mayor like- Jackie's Crossing, birthday. February 14th, 19... We go down, and we're there. Nine. <laughs> Jeez. And this is kind of like what we... What, yeah, that's some of the tomfoolery, which uh, Scott with the three hats. <laughs> that is going to be the... <laughs> that is going to be the logo for this episode. <laughs> So yeah, it was it was really fun. But I think we've had another time, Ed, that you came down and you were so wasted. Yeah, I fell asleep <laughs> on the couch. Hey, I think we did a podcast up here. We're but always then, podcasting. So annoying. Which time was it where <laughs> I kept fucking the music up? Was that was that your birthday party? Um, <laughs> wow, no. You know, I think that was a different time. Uh, Ed and I were texting each other, and I said, "Hey, we're going to have a get together tonight. You may right. want to come through. Why don't you come through and fuck up the music?" It, so, <laughs> so you know that guy at the party that gets drunk and then just keeps like randomly playing songs in the middle of other songs like that was me not once not twice i would say six times maybe he's like if the guy who always requests songs from the dj had his wishes granted right. every like, time if i he could go up there and the knock DJ. the dj on the side and just put the song on so, so what did you have you had like a uh, apple ipad, an iPad. i had an ipad yeah. yes all the songs playing yeah. and, and, and she's like okay so just, just touch just it, lightly. it lightly and then yeah. hit play next and, and it's like oh smash and what's a listen to the songs and then he would deny it. Like, oh, I didn't do that. I didn't do anything. Great. There's nobody within 10 feet of the iPad except me. Like, no, 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 wait, wait, I didn't do that. I did not do that. He literally has do- the iPad in his hands. 
and his two meaty hands are encompassed. Yes, you can't even see the iPad anymore. The iPad is obscured from view. I was just like, it's oh just, boy. All you see is hand and denial. It just did the that. The best part was, after the third time, she stopped dealing with me and would just look at Scott and be like, what's wrong with your boy? Like, like, I would change the song and she wouldn't even look at me directly. She would just look at Scott and be like, yeah, man, like, what are you gonna do about can you this? deal with this, please? I just literally did like the shrug emoji. It's like, oh, fuck, I'm not his fucking dad. She actually became like a parent. She's like, Ed, you, listen to me. You are not allowed to touch the, no, seriously, look at me. Don't touch the iPad. I was like, but I want to hear songs. I like, <laughs> no, say smash. This was so bad on the spring. But yeah, basically, that's it. That was very fun. All yeah. right, let's, let's summate. Uh, yeah. Let's summate real quick. Summate. Sum it up. Surmise. 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 No. Um, Summonation. Um, Summation. Summarize. Summarize. For forty-one ninety-nine, the Russell tenure from Wild Turkey is a very nice so expression. Cool. You will not be disappointed, but I'm sorry, the tenure McKenna from Heaven Hill is a delicious, delicious spirit. I agree as well. I agree as well. It's a hundred proof, so it gets you there a little bit quicker, a little sicker, a little wickeder. But I mean, it's no disrespect to the Russells. It's a nice product. You can enjoy it. How many iPad fingers would you give it? I would give it four. I would give the Russell four meaty fingers and the McKenna. I'll give it a four meaty fingers and a thumb for the McKenna. I'll give it a full five. Nice. Meaty fingers. I'll give it a meaty fist. Oh, damn. Oh, my God. All right. So just before we. That. Uh, Absolutely not. Just before we leave, I want to kind of list some of the other 10 year bourbons that are out there. This is on uh, distiller.com. The best 10 year bourbons under $100. Number seven, Redemption Barrel Proof 10-Year High Rye Bourbon. Hard to find, by the way, if you're looking for it. 2017 edition. Number six, Basil Hayden's 10-Year Bourbon. Also hard to find. Yeah, if you're I, haven't, for it. I haven't seen it. Number five, Rebel Yell Single Barrel Bourbon 10-Year. I don't like the regular Rebel Yell, but maybe I'd like that. One we considered for this podcast, Bullet 10-Year Bourbon. It's delicious. We like the bullet. It's very nice. You know you know we do. I think it would probably still come in second to the McKenna here, but I think it might edge out the Russell. Maybe. Number three, the McKenna 10-year bottled and bond bourbon. Delicious. Number two, Eagle Rare, the 10-year bourbon. I wish I had that here actually to compare pre- to the McKenna. Previously discussed in I, episode four, and I will not I will not be angry if you have not listened to the episode <laughs> four. And the number one, Russell's 10-year reserve. Oh, interesting. I mean, once again, it has merits. I don't agree with that. If they switched the McKenna with the Russell and they made the McKenna 1 and the Russell 3, I'd be completely okay with it. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm looking for a year on this article, but I do not see one. So I don't know when it was that they decided. But actually, it doesn't matter. Hey, it's fine. Listen, everyone's got their own taste. And you might taste the Russell and the McKenna and might be like, you know what? I like the peppery and the cinnamon of a flavor of the Russells better than the McKenna. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Well, you know, too, you know, that Russell really does have a bite. And sometimes that's one of the things that attracts people to it so much. Right. And, what, and what's funny is it's 10 proof lower, but it has a bigger bite than the McKenna, which is kind of interesting. Right. It is very interesting. Well, okay. I think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. You can't go wrong with either one if you're out in the world and it's on the, the menu of a nice whiskey bar. 
Did we, we talk about the how much we paid for the Russell? Yeah, I think and, I did. And the McKenna? They're very close. The yeah. Russell was forty one ninety nine, and Around. the McKenna was thirty nine ninety nine. Eighty seven dollars right. for both of them and, with tax. And like I said, the McKenna. That was a deal that he got because, like I saw, it was seventy dollars and it was all well. Sold that's out. what it should be, and that's what I want to talk about. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. There's now a secondary aftermarket within the first market. So, like for example, Blanton's. That's the octagonal bottle with the horse on top. A lot of people recognize it. It's a delicious expression. Um, it's been very hard to find this year, and so now. What normally was $52, $54, you can see on shelves for $75, $76 because it's hard to find. You're seeing the same type of thing happen in the McKenna. After it won all its awards, it's starting to sell out. People want it. So now that $30 bottle of McKenna is $55 or even as Scott saw it today for $69 because they're like, hey, you want it? Come buy it. Right. That's not what Heaven Hill is offering it as. It's what they can get. Yep. And the same thing happens in something like the Blood Oath. They're up to expression five. Expression three and expression four could be quite expensive. Same thing happens with Whistlepig. Some of their older expressions are now considered almost like an investment. The difference is, though, if I buy a, a Whistlepig <laughs> Boss Hog and I hold it for five years and I sell it for $300 more, that's the aftermarket. We're talking about liquor stores right. getting a $32 bottle and marketing up to $62 because they can't. So you need to educate yourself on what the product should be costing you before you go out. Right. Absolutely. If you have like three or four liquor stores around you, Correct. I don't care if you have to drive 10 miles. It's worth You it. should go and price compare. Mm-hmm. You should absolutely do that. So we can talk about Angel's Envy Rye, which is around $100 a bottle in our area. So you go to anywhere and it's going to be $99.99. But I went to one of the local liquor stores and the guy who buys the whiskey uh, happened to be in the aisle at the same time. They were restocking shelves or something. And he said, what are you looking for? And I said, you know, I see your Angel's Envy Rye is $89.99, which is $10 cheaper than I've seen it in a long, long time. And he's like, yeah, I mean, it's actually become a little bit more prevalent. So I was able to lower the price and you almost never see that. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. And I fucking bought a bottle. <laughs> and we did. Box. And we that's what we tasted the last uh, our last episode. Correct. And then our whiskey lounge, we have a bottle of it there. Yeah, but we paid more for it there. Oh, well, we did. Yes. Yeah, because they paid more for it. Correct. Because wherever they get their right. liquor from, it, you know. We paid 110 It wasn't crazy. No, but they charge a little bit of upcharge. They give us anyway. an uptick on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I wanted to just sum up by that by saying be careful when you go out looking for the McKenna tenure. If it's at 70, buy the Russell. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Absolutely. Uh, I'm telling you right now. Or I, you drive to the other liquor store yeah, and see if they have it for free. Drive it around. Why not? There's, there's no reason you can walk into a liquor store and not buy a bottle of liquor. I mean, you go to a liquor store and you feel compelled. I even felt it the other day. I walked into three liquor stores. I didn't buy a single thing, but I felt weird leaving Walking without with actually having something. I yeah. actually, about two weeks ago, the weird thing happened. I went to three liquor stores in one day looking for something. And I actually did buy something in every store. I had three <laughs> See, different companies. That's how they get you. I'm like, you know, because each one had something that, well, I, I didn't think I wanted that. But look at that price. I'm going to buy that. Right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you to Siobhan for being here with us again. Yeah, Thank thanks, you. Siobhan. Thanks for having me, guys. I enjoy it immensely. You Bye. Are. Later.
If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to check out our next episode, which is way better than this one. Oh, yeah. Also, follow and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash whiskey tangent. And follow us on Twitter at whiskey tangent. You can follow me personally at that whiskey guy. And follow Scott at Giant Cup of Awesome, spelled A-W-S-U-M, just to be annoying. Hey! You can email us any questions, comments, or love at whiskeytangent at gmail.com. And of course, you can find us always at our podcast website, whiskeytangent.podbean.com.